Welcome to Origin Gates daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Denise Hughes bringing an insight of the day and I'm going to be speaking and talking about the white stone in Revelation. You know stones have been really special to me. I've studied them for years and years. Anytime you study one of these stones that are in the Bible they always have a deeper meaning and a deeper significance wrapped around them. Stones are mentioned from Genesis to Revelation. The reason I wanted to talk more about the white stone that's in Revelation today is because I've been hearing a lot lately about the overcomer and being an overcomer and what that means and what it is and uh, it's just kind of been coming from all kind of different places and different people and so I thought okay the Lord is really kind of bringing that out today and in this time and the season in our lives anyway so I just I, I went back into Revelation 217 because it ha- it deals with this um, this overcomer and the white stone. So let me read Revelation 2:17. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. First of all, let's look at the overcomer. The overcomer, when you look up the definition of overcomer, it means to conquer, to prevail, to get the victory. And of course, that just sounds right. You know, you're an overcomer. You're the conqueror. You have won the victory. You're, you're on the other side. You went over that trouble and that trial and you were on the other side now. It means to hold fast your faith against the power of your foes and temptations and persecutions to hold fast your faith. It also means when one is arraigned or goes to court to win the case, to maintain one's cause. In other words, you stand and hold fast maintaining your cause until you win the case. That's what that means. That's an overcomer. All right. Um, now I think I'm just going to jump back though, really quick and throw in this hidden manna thing to him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat. I thought that was interesting. He's going to just going to give them some, uh, he's going to give that overcomer some and that overcomer some. (laughs) And what it means is hidden manna. Uh, we know what manna is, right? It is the the bread, the food or the bread that came from heaven that he fed the Israelites with in the desert. And that word manna, even though it means it is bread of heaven, it is bread from heaven. The word manna actually means, what is it? Like it was a mystery, right? And the word hidden here is the Greek word crypto, like cryptic. It's a mystery. It's a puzzle. It's, um, it's very cryptic and it's, it's hidden inside. It's hidden in this manna, in this bread of heaven. And so he's going to give the overcomer some of this hidden manna, this, um, mystery. He's going to reveal the hidden things from heaven that we can eat that we can digest and consume as an overcomer. 
I love that. And I will give him also the white stone, a white stone, right? So the word white here in Greek is the word lukos, which means light, bright, brilliant, dazzling white, shining white. Um, I think, I don't think it means it's so white that it's bright. I think it means it's so light that it's white. It's like all of the colors in the spectrum creating white light. That's what this, this white is. This safe, uh, this lucos, this luke, it means white light. And it is so dazzling and shining. Okay. Now the word stone here in this verse is the Greek word saphos. And it means a pebble as worn smooth by handling. And now, now remember this, this is like you would take a little stone, a little pebble, and you would rub it between your fingers and, and, and roll it around in your hand until, um, it became smooth. Okay. Cause that is a part of the root word of this, that uh, I'll be talking about in just a second. It also means a ballot, a verdict of acquittal, a verdict of acquittal. That means yes, innocent, <laughs> a verdict of acquittal, a ticket of admission, a vote and a voice, a stone, a voice. Wow. In the early days of voting, way early days, people would throw either a white stone for yes, or a black stone for no into the ballot box. Their vote gave them a voice. That is also where the saying came from that if someone had been blackballed, that meant that they had been given so many no votes that they were, it was said no to, they were said no to. No one would hire them, no one would use them, no, because they had been blackballed. That's what that means. So, this, uh, now that I told you there are some root words for this Saphos. And as much as that already says a lot about it, the root word for this stone, this pebble is salo, salo, which means to sing, to sing to music of the harp. Now to touch or strike a chord, there's where that, um, uh, touching something, rubbing it between your fingers until, you know, it created, this is where it came from, to touch or strike a chord, to twang the strings of a musical instrument so that they gently vibrated. Now that's interesting. The, the root word for this stone, for this yes word, was to sing to have this voice, this sound, this song, and to sing to music of the harp. And it was created by touching and twanging the strings of this, of the harp or the um, musical instrument so that they vibrated. So this is a light and sound. White stone is light and sound. And they both create vibrations or frequencies so that this stone resonates a frequency that is what? Declaring your new name. Wow. This white stone, this verdict of acquittal, this ticket of admission is only given to overcomers. And this name is inscribed on the white stone. Just like on the high priest's breastplate, <clears throat> the name 
was inscribed on the shoulders and on the breastplate of the high priest. But this word overcomer and the word white are kind of parallel actually in meaning because overcomer means to overcome something, to step over, to um, go from one to into the next uh, out of from what was to what will be or what is now it's it's that kind of thing that's what overcomer means uh, right to prevail so and then white used in scripture is you always used in the sense to be made white to like in the sense your your sins were as scarlet but now they are made white as snow um and so and and every time that there was an overcomer uh, in revelation or or otherwise they were given white linen they were given white robes they were um you know they were because of they were overcomer they were given this white uh thing this this light uh was to be placed upon them is what it means actually so um but the un, another stone in um in the Bible that kind of talks about that is, is the same sense of the onyx stone in the Old Testament. And this onyx stone were, was the two stones that was put on top of the shoulders of the high priest. And those are the two stones that had six names on one and six names on the other of, of the uh, sons of Jacob in their birth order was upon their shoulders. And that's a whole other, you know, message. So, but the point is, is this onyx stone that was placed there, we think in modern terms today, we can look at an onyx stone and, and today in, it is just a black stone. It is just a rock almost. It's just a black stone, but not so back then. I think it was completely different because the Hebrew word for onyx is shoham and it means to blanch or a gemstone. Uh, a real gemstone, not just a, a rock, a black rock. It is a real gemstone. And it means to blanch, right? The Hebrew word translated onyx is derived from an unused root signifying to shine with the luster of fire or light. It would shine with the luster of fire. It was evidently a very precious stone. In Job 28, 16, it says he called it the precious onyx and not the onyx of modern times, which is neither precious nor brilliant. Uh, so I don't think it's the same thing <clears throat> because it does mean because the two onyx stones that meant cleansed or blanched white, because that's what that means. To be blanched means you come from a, a darker color and it is blanched white. It is cleansed. It is cleared. It is gone from one, the darkest color down into to the lightest. Okay. And that is what he had their names inscribed on was this onyx stone. So this new name that is given to us as overcomers is now is, is with a song of light with a beautiful frequency that the Lord is saying, this is what I'm handing to you. This is what I'm giving to you now, a prevailer, a victorious conqueror. You are given a song of light that is declaring 
and creating within you this new name, this new identity, right? Isn't that what it means? A new name indicates a new identity, a new title, a new position that we have come into. That's one of the reasons he called us living stones. But when uh, we became an overcomer, he gives us a white stone with a new name on it that no one knows except the one it is given to. And that's because it's an internal knowing. That's because it is a character change. It is a new identity that he is giving to you. And no one can know that but you. You and him, the one that he's given it to. Okay? Um, just really quickly, we know about, because this is a name change thing. It's not just... You see, it's a new name, just like he did so many times in, in the Bible, you know, starting with Abraham and Sarah and, uh, and we know what he did with them. You know, he, 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 their characters were what they, their new names created, um, what they were going to be doing, like to have one's name changed becomes a pivotal point in a person's life. When it is associated with their spiritual calling, the practice was understood to alter the nature and existence of the one called. Certain names were selected by God as a means of, of imparting his own divine attributes. People were renamed according to their appointed destiny or corresponding power that the name represented or authority through that name. Wow. Every royal's name is changed when he becomes a king. They never keep their same name that they were given at birth. They are immediately given a new name. Wow. In changing their names, God inserted the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet for Abraham and Sarah. Anyway, um, and that letter sounds like a breath, a wind, the spirit. And it would remind them every time, whenever they spoke to one another and said that each other's name, that it's the spirit of God who carries out the plans of God. Hmm. Abraham, now meaning father of a multitude, because his name before just meant a, a, a father is set on high. But then when he, it was changed, he became the father of a multitude. His new destiny, his new um, appointment with the Lord is, is what he was given by a name change. Sarah was given and her new name meant princess, a, a daughter of God, the, a daughter of the king. That's what princess means. That's what she, she became that day and walked, out, walked that out as, because she was given that new name. And the same thing with all of them, with, with Jacob becoming Israel and becoming the father. And he's the one that um, fulfilled all the promises that were given to Abraham and to Isaac. But Jacob, when he got that name change, became Israel and all of his sons became the nations of the, of the world, you know. Simon Peter, Simon became, went from Simon to Peter. He went from a reed, a, a, a wispy reed to the rock. And same thing with from Saul to Paul. And then James and John's 
surnamed came from Zebedee and they went to the sons of thunder and now to all of us who are overcomers we are given a new name that only we will know thank you so much uh, for listening and we will talk again soon shalom